money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? <laughs> we're really not sure if we're going to get words out of Reb. We might just get the odd giggle or, or uh, laugh, and, and that's good. I'm, I'm really good with that. It'll be Let's Talk Money with Dave. Dave. Well, we had a show without you this year. Yes, so we did. First time ever. First time ever. It was a little bizarre, but we we plowed through. Major way through. So, yeah. So, looking back on the yeah, year, that was a few what weeks. year it's been. Oh, my. Really want to just... I'm again. glad I can start this show laughing then, because... Mm-hmm. If we're not if we're not laughing, we're crying. Is that the expression? Well, I think there is there is an expression about that. Um, uh, I, there's a couple of them, but for sure, um, we yeah. As we look back, what a what a year we've all journeyed together. What a year we've had in in navigating all the ups and downs and forwards and backwards. And yeah, it's yeah, been, it's December thirty first actually today. Yeah, so yeah. we're obviously. We did not record this show on December 31st. No, just. hopefully I'm sitting in my living room listening to this. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, that's so be good. So anyway, welcome uh, to the show. And we want to just, yeah, we want to say new happy new year. We want to say thank you for joining us uh, this on the journey and journeying with us and, mm-hmm. and supporting us and and listening in and all of your kind words. And, and some of you have even given us, uh, you know, great constructive criticism and uh, in a sense how we can um handle topics and and meet the needs as you're doing and we we love all the feedback and that's uh, really encouraging for us yeah, and we're thank you for buying my book yeah. uh, because we've had some great comments and um mm-hmm. yeah thank you for that if you don't know i wrote a book i wrote a book called cultivating trust finding god's hope and freedom for your finances and you, can you just fi- slip that in everywhere. i do i do now just, i'm supposed to i'm supposed to in. yeah just um, about every conversation we have around the dinner table, we'll work in. You know, have you bought my book? Yes, everybody in our family has bought your book. No, they haven't actually. I don't. I don't know if you bought a copy. Anyway, <laughs> I think I bought a hundred Three, copies. Three hundred fifty copies. Anyway, I know. I. Um, well, anyway, let, go let's to, jump in. Okay, it is but your it's okay. Show. But it go to morethanenoughbooks.com. You can go to Spotify and find the previous podcasts of <laughs> of the last five years. Let's talk money with Dave and Reb. Um, last a couple weeks ago, we had a great show with um, our sister in law, Beth Ann mm-hmm. Van Oppen, uh, Dr. Van Oppen, um, just talking about ADHD and how that affects our care of our finances. And we're going to have uh, talk more with her, we're hoping, through this, uh, this new year um, going forward because she has more to say. We have more to learn. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, you can go back and find those on any podcasting platform or here at chri.ca or morethanenough.ca or notmine.ca. So wow, yes. way to go. I know. Well I did done, that. Right? I did that yeah. very well. Yeah, I know. He's kind of cheeky with me today, you guys. I just tell you. I guess it's end of the year. I have it coming, I guess. I don't know. Um, so today's topic, actually, we want to- I'm really excited about it. I'm interrupting. I'm really excited about today's show. Um, I think it's, not only is it is it timely, but 
just as we are discussing and preparing, I mean, um, it really puts a little bit into context this last year and, and, and uh, in a sense, a lot of the things that, that we think, oh, this is, this is new or man, I, I, you know, and, and some of it for sure is for, for us is new, but to look back into scripture and be able to really identify that uh, God is really all about change. So I'm just setting it up for you. Okay. That's great. I'm glad you're excited about the show because um, David and I were, have been thinking about and, um, as we move from one year into another, um, I don't. I don't know how everybody's feeling. I think we are tired. We're tired of the pandemic. We're tired of the government making rules that we may not like, or you know, all of it. We, you know, our healthcare system is tired out. Um, on that positive note, um, so way to be I know really encouraging. There. So how do we move from one year into the next? And um, some of our friends at Arrow Entrepreneurs, um, they were talking and recommending um, some reflections that you can do at the end of the year. So um, I don't, I don't have the whole outline they provided, but the gist of it is, you look at your losses for the past year. And you take some time to grieve. Mm. And um, one of the things I've been learning about in 2021 um, is the lament Mm -hmm. and the importance of lament in our walk with God. And the grief Mm. that we are feeling over losses from the past year. So, So as we head into a new year, it's important to look at those losses and to to bring them to the Lord and mm-hmm. lament them. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and it may not just take a few minutes. You, you may, if you haven't ever done it before, you may want to take a journal. You may want to go for a nice walk and, and start considering asking the Lord, like, what are the losses? Why am I feeling sad at the end of this year? Why the great anxiety and fear? Um, David and I aren't, well, maybe Dave's without fear and anxiety. I was like, well, I don't know if Dave would even think about losses at the end of the year. That's not how his mind works, but mm-hmm. mine does. So I, n- no disregard to you, dear. Mm-hmm. You're just different than I am. Yeah. So, But as we also look back, we don't want to stay in the grief because lamentation is one of those things. And yes, I'm going to mention my book again that I briefly talk about in our book because sometimes we feel financial losses and we just carry them around. We get grumpy and grumbly with God. Mm. We don't express them to God. We express them to everybody else and we start complaining. Lamentation and lament is more of a pouring out our heart to God, sometimes in the assembly of other believers with our friends, where we say, Lord, this is too hard. You were making that comment. Mm-hmm. Sometimes mm-hmm. we feel like, Lord, this is too hard. I can't do it anymore. Um, there are moments when I say to Dave, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Mm-hmm. I don't, this year has been crazy. I don't know if I can. And, and then you have the believers around you that say, the Lord sustains you. You can't do it, but he, he, he's holding you. Like, just take the next step. So sometimes we have to walk through that lamentation to get to the praise part and the gratitude, which is the other part of how we want to leave 2021. We want to look at our losses and identify the griefs. And, and yet in the midst, you know, scripture says, rejoice always. Mm-hmm. 
So what we, what the scripture, actually, the person we want to look at today is Mary. Mm-hmm. And I know we've just come out of the Advent season, but David and I were reflecting on the character of Mary and what happened to her. She gets a visitation by Gabriel, and Gabriel shows up and says, Rejoice, highly favored one. The Lord is with you. Blessed are you among women. But when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying and considered what manner of greeting is this. Um Then the angel said to her, Don't be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God, and behold, you will conceive in your womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He'll be great, and he will be called Son of the Highest, and the Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he'll reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. And then Mary goes on and questions the the angel, and he explains how it's going to happen. And after the explanation, Mary says, well, Gabriel says, with God, nothing will be impossible. And Mary says, behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. And the angel departed from her. Now, this is an interesting story because Mary is trucking along in her life and she has a suddenly, there's a suddenly comes into her life, an unexpected, uh, an unreasonable request in some ways. Um, uh, un- unproven at that point, but she's like, I don't know. She's people say she was about 15 years old. She's planning a wedding, you know, excited about a new life with Joseph. And all of a sudden, God says, No, this is going to happen next. Mm-hmm. She gets real clear. We were talking about clarity at the end of the year coming into the new. She gets real clarity on what's happening. Mm-hmm. But there are some losses. The scripture doesn't say it. She accepts the role as the maidservant, as the mother of Jesus in that moment. Amazing. She says yes. Even though she has really no idea what this next stage and and even the next next nine months, let's just say the next year of her life, she has no clue what that is going to look like, much less the next 33, 40 years, right? Like in the sense of, of what that looks like. But Looking at that and going, you know, we I think we can all identify with that, oh my goodness, something outside of ourselves, something that is is unexpected, something that we have no control over, something that has now just been literally deposited and it's going to change our plans. Uh, it's yeah. going to change everything. And then again, when I look back at, at the last number of years in terms of the pandemic, the it's a it's a little bit like this we can identify with it that the the things the changes that we've had to make on all kinds of levels <laughs> in our life a lot of them are are out of our control they are just a result of the pandemic they're a result of what is going on externally and you know in Mary's life the changes that she makes are a result of what's going on externally, yes, in the bigger picture of, of you know, Jesus coming to earth, but also internally, like literally in her body, those changes are happening. And as you alluded to, so she had plans, you know, I'm sure, you know, with a wedding and excited about that. And she would, I'm sure, be thinking about it and, and talking to her mother and, and, you know, in a sense of, uh, maybe I'm putting a Western spin on what a, a Jewish right. first century wedding would be, but I can imagine she was anticipating being together with Joseph. He sounds like an upstanding guy, right? You know, yeah. and and she had plans and she had things going on uh, in her life, 
And then she gets interrupted uh, and, and in a sense goes, now everything is going to change. Everything is going to change. And it's not going to be easy. No. Right? Like it, immediately, she, the first thing she's going to do is, is, is she's got to figure out a way to tell Joseph that this pregnancy is from God, not me fooling around. And what is that going to look I like? Know, like you I can't imagine. No. And I... And yeah. then you start thinking about the changes and the, you know, her grieving uh, and lamenting some of the losses, some of the plans that she had made. And, and, and we're, we are reading into that piece. Like oh, of course. She, she, like, we don't read that she had to lament or we just hear her sudden yes. Yes, mm-hmm. I let it be to me as you say. She asked some questions. She got the answer, said, okay, I, I'm good to go. Mm-hmm. We don't know that maybe she was a woman more like you, David. You don't spend a lot of time in the loss. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I don't think you acknowledge it either, <laughs> but that's another story. That's like, uh-huh. I love you, dear. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but maybe she didn't. But for the sake of the theme of today and looking back, if you are experiencing some losses, if you experienced interruptions this year, um, because the pandemic has interrupted relationships for us. It has brought fear and worry. Um, it has brought anxiety and, and we're experiencing something that we have never experienced before. And some of those things might be losses for you. Maybe you lost a job. Maybe you've lost some of your health. Maybe you've, you've, you've gone through COVID and you're not quite rebounded yet and, and you're still struggling. You know, it's okay to stop and say, this hurts. This is hard. Lord, I need to grieve this loss of what's happened this year. So, you know, we just encourage you, David, I don't know if you, you know, want to share, is there anything you've lost this year you feel? Well, I was, uh, I'm going to avoid that question for a minute here <laughs> and, and, and just go back to the, you know, we are talking about, this is the, the show where we talk about the hard issues around right, money. Yes. And so, you know, there definitely are plans that we've made that, um, that, you know, integrate our finances. There are things that we wanted to do. There are, are, um, changes in our, in, in how we relate and, and connect with money simply because the pandemic has had an impact on some of us. Uh, and whether that's you've experienced a job loss or a job transition and you're, you're saying, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, uh, there, there's this tension between giving myself the, the space to lament and grieve, but also making sure that uh, we got to put some, some food on the table. And what does that change? I had plans, you know, in terms of a, uh, moving forward um, with my job, and now I've lost it, or I've had to change, mm-hmm. or some of us, you know, took reductions in in pay just to keep our jobs, so that uh, you mm-hmm. know our employers could could keep the doors open, and and so you know those plans, those things that we looked forward to, much like Mary, those things that she was looking forward to have changed and and maybe changed forever right so right. maybe it's like okay i you know i'm going to change a career and for some of us that change has spurred us to actually become more aligned to go okay you know what i was thinking about changing my career or transitioning and this pandemic is now just you know in a sense pushed 
pushed me to, I didn't have a choice. I had to go out and do it. And I jumped in with both feet and I'm just going to go in. So, you know, as we talk about this so you're lamenting that, and grieving. Yeah. So you're saying that loss propels has propelled us into some good new things. There definitely yeah. are, are for some for some of us, you know, that has been the the motivator um, for change that we we were avoiding, <laughs> you know. Um, I look at the, the just uh, the the stats on the Canadian family saving, you know, for years and years, the last fifteen years, um, you know, that's been one of the messages we've said. The Canadian family, you know, was saving about one percent of their disposable income, one and a half percent of disposable income, and you know, the stats for the last two years, um, you know, it increased to fifteen percent. <laughs> In That's 2020, amazing, yeah. and and now it's actually starting to reduce a little bit in 2021. Where, yeah. but but that is something where we go, um, you know. However, that translates. Whatever happened, uh, I mean, and we can grieve the loss that that the things we were planning to do we didn't get to do. But there is a flip side to it to say, hey, but we have been able to save as a Canadian family, and that actually is something that we needed to do as a mm-hmm. Canadian family. That that's a, a pretty serious looking at the savings component of, of the Canadian family and saying one and a half percent is just not enough for for the future when we look at at, at savings and and so you know that's that's a a lamenting on one hand I didn't get to do or or experience all the things that I really wanted to. But on the other hand, I can celebrate the fact that we use that money to increase our savings and to create more stable uh, financial situation right. in the household. And and I think some of those we do need to look at the, the it from the glass half full. Look, you well, know, look and at I, the that will side. move us into gratitude. But you have avoided my question completely. That about any losses that you experienced yes, this year. I told you I was uh, avoiding. Yeah, I know. Are you are you not going to tell us that any losses that you experienced? You don't. You don't feel that you've lost anything? Um, You know, for me personally, this season has been one where uh, I felt like, uh, like I said, that the changes that we've had, we've been forced to make have been changes that I've been able to embrace, you know, working from home way more, being able to be more present um, in with our kids and and in the times um, that I wasn't before because uh, saving, you know, time, uh, you know, I guess one of the grievings I do have is, is I used to commute about 45 minutes, which was my own downtime. It was listening to podcasts mm-hmm. and, and audiobooks, and And I can say that that has significantly reduced. <laughs> yes. I, I don't listen to too many podcasts or audiobooks because I'm going from the office to, to the, kitchen, the kitchen, which is about 30 steps. <laughs> and, and so there's not too many podcasts I know that you can, you know, kind of catch seconds. in 30 yeah. seconds. So I, there, there's some changes and things that I want to do in 2022 to get back to how do I curve some time to listen to a podcast or to, to spend some more time doing that. So, you know, that's, that's a loss um, that in t- the last number of years I've went, hmm, yep. I miss that. I miss the the my my book time and my learning time that I would mm. do in the car and, yeah. and don't do that so much. So I, to, I guess we'll have to put you in the car at the end of the day and get you to drive around for half an hour. No, it's probably not a good <laughs> idea. So, yeah. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, I which which takes us into the whole gratitude piece. Um, 
you know, um, and I'm going to read the Mary's response when she is with Elizabeth in a minute. But um, can I, I can I set that up though? I really yeah, feel but like before, be, okay. but because I would say just along with you, there have been a lot of gains that we've had as a family. I think for me, I don't know if I'm grieving it. It's just been so busy. Mm. The work has been so busy, mm. like more than enough has been so busy. And in one sense, um, that's not a loss. There have been a lot of gains, but it's just maybe for me, especially as I'm been in my 50s now i feel like i've lost sleep and i'm you know just lost rest um and god's giving it to me in different ways but it just doesn't look like it used to so i it's like you i'm trying to figure out what does it look like and i've had i've actually gone to a grief therapist during covid to deal with some of the losses in my life. So I guess that's my encouragement to people. If you're feeling grief, find someone to process it with um, because that has been really helpful over the last couple of years because we we lost a lot of people in our family. And I've said that here before, and it's been really helpful to have that outlet. So, um, but yes, you set up Mary's praise. And I just, you know, we, uh, when we think of the story of Mary and in this context of, you know, she goes from this through all of these changes. She, she goes through the ups and downs of being ostracized and thinking she's going to lose her husband to then, you know, Joseph having the dream and, and God saying, no, marry this girl. And so then there's a, you know, there's an up, there's a, there's a positive where, you know, Joseph comes to Mary and says, no, I'm going to take you as my wife. And, and then there's a census and all of a sudden they're like, well, didn't see that coming, but <laughs> now I'm nine months pregnant and I'm forced to travel, you know, the, 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 the distance at nine months pregnant to, to, you know, go to Bethlehem. And we look back and we see that a, you know, uh, accumulation of, of the prophetic words, you know, that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem. But I'm not so sure Mary and Joseph were actually thinking, oh, we're going to fulfill prophecy here and <laughs> let's jump on the donkey and let's go. Um, you know, they very much were, well, we, this is the, we just have to do this. We have to, to go and, and, and the, this is what the, the law says. And it interrupts our life. And, and you think about all the things that, you know, a woman who's a, imminently going to give birth would want to be near her mother and her her aunties and and the community that's going to support her in in the delivery and then the beginning of what does it mean to to raise a child and here she has to leave with her husband and and again from the interpretation we read in scripture they're very much alone they're very much you know we don't know a whole lot but mm-hmm. we certainly see them Coming into Bethlehem and and delivering in a in a stable simply because they were alone and there was nobody that they could stay with. Mm-hmm. Um, if they had had family there, I'm sure they would have stayed with family, but they didn't. Uh, mm-hmm. And so, you know, we can interpret a little bit, but setting it up for, oh my goodness, um, there's a lot of changes, a lot of the journey that Mary has done in the last nine months from. The visitation of an angel who says, you're blessed and highly favored, to now she's alone with her husband in a manger after traveling and imminently giving giving birth. So setting up the scripture that she, where she praises the Lord at the beginning, going back to the beginning, mm-hmm. I don't know how far along she was when she went to see Elizabeth, 
Um, but to, when she has that experience, you know, she goes to visit Elizabeth. She hears the greeting of Mary. Mm-hmm. John leaps in her womb. She speaks out a blessing over Mary. And then we hear the song of Mary. Mm-hmm. And she says, my soul magnifies the Lord and my spirit has rejoiced in God, my savior, for he has regarded the lowly state of his maidservant. Behold, henceforth, all the generations forward will call me blessed. And then she goes on and that's in Luke. Um, that's Luke one verse 46 and onward. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in light of what we know happened to her a few months later by having to travel to Bethlehem and all of that aloneness, she has this moment with Elizabeth yep. that I think was like a, probably, as you and I say, a stake in the ground, a stake of praise, um, receiving this blessing from God from the mouth of her cousin, and then being able to then to proclaim, even in the midst of what she didn't know was coming, she was able to say, thank you, God, Mm -hmm. for who you are, for you're not just meeting me, you're meeting the generations. Um, You've met them behind me, and you're going to meet them before for us. You filled the hungry with good things, the rich you've sent away. You've helped your servant Israel. Remembering your mercy, you spoke to our forefathers, to Abraham and his seed forever. Like, you just read it. Like, go back and read it. I know it's not Christmas Mm -hmm. anymore, Advent, but go back and read this praise because sometimes it's those praise moments and the gratitude moments in the midst that's Mm going to propel you forward into the hard things. And you're going to carry that praise in your heart like a stake in the ground. So even if your economic situation is uncertain, you've suffered loss financially, you know, think on those good things. What good things has come out of 2021? What, like, as we've already talked about what's happened for our family, lots of good things. What good things have happened for you in the midst of adversity? What is God ta- teaching you? What has He taught you? And give praise to Him. And that praise will be like a stake in the ground and will propel you forward just as it did for Mary to go to Bethlehem so very pregnant and give birth. In a, away from her family and, and still un, so uncertain. And we are propelled into 2022 with grief and loss, but with gratitude and praise on our lips to the Lord so that we will be propelled into the uncertain days ahead. And we can trust that he's going to lead us and remember that he is Emmanuel, God with us. He is with us. He's with us going into 2022. And And, that's the hope. Exactly. And I think that when, when we look at the story of Mary, um, in its, in, in, in God with us, you know, quite literally, God was with her, but that, that's the overarching, um, attitude that, that we read in those words is she, she submits to the will of the Father. She says, okay, well, I'm your maidservant. And then she says, um, she in a sense identifies with the bigger picture and says, it's not, it's not me. It's not, but that, that for generations that the Lord is going to impact. And then she has this, again, maybe it's a little bit unspoken, but uh, the idea that, that God is with her, the idea that God is walking through it. And, you know, whether you read Psalm 23, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, 
you are with me, a rod and your staff, they comfort me, mm-hmm. they protect me, they, you know, or whether you're flipping to Philippians and you're saying, okay, Philippians, whatever is good, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is holy, think on these things mm-hmm. um, and take that into the new year. And that's really the, the encouragement that we can get from Mary's song and the encouragement that Reb and I want to leave with you at the end of this year, that it's okay to grieve, it's okay to lament. And then it's okay to carry this gratitude and to to walk into the new year knowing that you're hand in hand with the Father. Because we praise him. Lord, we praise you, not because of what you give us, but because of who you are. And Lord, I pray that that praise would be on our lips of who you are, who you are to us in this situation, in the uncertainty, in the days ahead. Lord, we thank you and give you praise at the end of this year. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, there it is, another year wrap. Join us next year when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.